Welcome back to Pod Sham God with Amo and Brandon. No time to pump fake, it's crunch time. I'm Brandon, that's Amo. What up, what up? We'd like to thank you for joining us today. Getting a little sunburn out there. We're feeling that June 1st vibe. Yo, Madison is where it's at right now. It's the fastest growing city in all of Wisconsin. Nice. They're expecting another 100,000 people to move here in the next 10 years. I dig that. I believe that. They're building all these apartments everywhere, but, you know. Sprouting up. It's beautiful. No, I think it's a good thing overall. Plus, all the suburbs are growing, too. People, they want to get here. They want to hang out. Yeah, it's they a want nice... to catch the vibes. It's a nice life, and who knows? Maybe in, like, 20 years, this is going to be a nice little hub. Like, hmm. we got a lot of things going, like, in the in the medicine field. and Of course. Businesses are kind of coming here and sprouting up. So, who knows? Maybe we got a, a shot to do some things here. Yeah, between Epic and Exact Sciences and the university. Yeah. People are vibing. People are vibing. If we can connect the city a little bit better, maybe like a high-speed train rail situation to to Minneapolis, Chicago, New York. I mean, not not New York. <laughs> Minneapolis, Chicago, and Milwaukee. That would be amazing. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Um, but, you know, even if it's not, you know, it's just nice to keep it to ourselves, too. And, you know, I don't want to see it blow up too bad. Well, it's happening, though. Um, yeah, it's nice. Uh Got a, nice, a few little nice spots here. Uh, the Sylvie, actually. Mm, it's a dope yeah. little spot. Yeah, speaking of the Sylvie, we were just there for Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. Shout Gangsta out to Gangsta Gibbs. Gibbs. Crime pays, baby. Crime pays. Yeah, that was, yeah. Dope. That was hype. Yeah, we got to give a quick shout out to your buddy Patrick. We got to get him on the podcast to talk a little about a little kombucha action. He'll be on here. He'll be on here. Don't worry. To, I got a lot of kombucha questions. We got a lot of Scobie, Pat, lot of Scobie puns. Got some questions. We got Scoby, Scoby One Kenobi. Nice. Scoby Bryant. You came up with Scoby Bryant. I don't even remember that. Ah, dude, absolutely. That's but awesome. He hooked Shout us out up. to myself. Shout out to yourself. But uh, Pat hooked us up with the uh, the suite over at the Sylvie to see Gangster Gibbs. Yeah, that was nice. And um, kind of not surprised that uh, the hip hop show didn't have anyone else take those suites up. I mean, that, that was with the Buck and Honeys, too. Well, here's the thing with that show. It was supposed to be at the Majestic, and the Majestic is much smaller. Sure. And then due to ticket demand, they moved it to the Sylvie. Oh, and yeah. um, I don't know if people had quite enough time to plan for a lot of that stuff. Because, I mean, you could see the entire, like, uh, second deck was still mostly empty. Sure. And, like, down, down, down low, it was packed, for sure. If that show had been at the Majestic, it would have been kind of off the hook it would have been so packed in there and people i thought it was crazy. still off the hook like, I thought it was definitely still, still off the hook. crazy yeah uh for you guys that don't know freddie gibbs made a classic two classic albums with mad lib one with the alchemist from last year and uh the guy is just uh constantly putting out projects yeah and he just had nice command of the show and um he was funny as fuck too that's a he's a hilarious cat yeah i just i just remember just i was <laughs> I mean, I was enjoying a lot of things that night, but I was, yeah, I was, I was laughing a lot from Freddie. Well, and and is just like his prowess on the microphone. Like he would do like half the songs acapella and just get people just into it. Just yeah, that was wild too. Hype. Just his lyrical dominance and just <laughs> yeah, any song he could just pull. And in between every single song, he started a chant about his DJ saying "fuck Ralph." <laughs> Fuck you, Ralph. I don't give a shit what you play. And, <laughs> At first, I was like, okay, that's a fun little gimmick. And by the end, he's got everybody screaming, fuck you, Ralph. Fuck you, Ralph. And it's like a sign of endearment for Ralph. Ralph was loving it, you know. He was all on board with it. Yeah. So, But it just made it all the more fun to, like, literally scream fuck you at somebody. 
No, that was great. That was great. And uh, the opening guy, what was his name? Zach Fox. Shout yeah. out Zach Fox. Yeah, he was, he was good too. He's a comedian, but he was doing hip hop that night. And he's like a, he's a writer. He's he like did one, some comedy too, a little bit. He did a little bit of comedy, but yeah, I think he gets a lot of writing jobs for comedy shows out in Los Angeles. I think that's his whole gig. Sure. Yeah, and he's he's got a lot of stand-up stuff. Check him out on YouTube. He's hilarious. So yeah, the Sylvie brought the hype. It was good. I'm glad it was there. Yeah, I know. Sylvia is just a great venue. I'm I'm definitely hyped about it. Uh, I've seen a lot of shows there. Not a lot, but a few. And uh, it's always a good time. Always a fun vibe. Yeah, and it's nice because it's like smack dab next to the High Noon Saloon, which still like is one of my favorites for seeing a show. Yeah, and then the Rabinia Courtyard is always a fun little spot to hop to. The Rabinia is amazing. Uh, it reminds me of exactly the, this time last year when we thought uh, coronavirus was over. And uh, we went to this uh, salsa night. It was the salsa all stars of like Madison. So it was like a combination of like different bands. There's like 14 people in this salsa band. It was sure. all in the Rabinia. And it was like right when like things let like loose. And it was just like everybody back there like, no masks. Everyone just like jamming jam in this courtyard. We're all hanging out here. We're all doing salsa. Like we're all just, just vibing. And then like a month later, people were like, oh, it's starting to spike again. We got to start wearing our masks again. And that's exactly what's happening right now. That's fun. Backslide. We're backsliding again. <laughs> I don't like to hear it. It's not good. But the Rabinia's... What's going on with it? I don't hear anything about the backslide, oh, but I don't watch a lot of news, so oh, it's I don't spiking. know. It's spiking. Are we spiking? Ah. Yep. Hate to say it. I don't know. <laughs> See, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like now that we're starting to have wars again... What kind of wars? We've been in right, wars constantly. Us personally, but Russia's having a war. So, like, wars are starting, back. Starting like, I feel like world- wars were on pause for Corona. No, they weren't. Uh, no, we were bombing. At, we were, we did some bombings in Africa. We got, of course, you know, we pulled out of Afghanistan, but there's still stuff there. You got sure, Iraq. Sure. I mean, you got, you know, Israel, Palestine. We got all kinds of stuff going on, baby. There's okay. always wars. Okay. There's no. They didn't take no pauses. Right. Well, I still, I still feel like something's different. Like I, I, I feel like people are scared about this whatever wave is going on if we're if we're spiking hmm. like I, I i don't hear it as much as you know russia talk yeah or anything else like johnny depp well yeah I feel like johnny depp is probably yeah. what people are talking about <laughs> yeah i I, ha- I have no like allegiances to to johnny depp and every time i pull up like my youtube it's like on there i'm like i didn't watch a single one of these videos sure, like why is right. it still on my home page right like, usually it's just like all weird synthesizer stuff and like bass guitar stuff and i'm like i don't give a shit about i ever heard I'm like <laughs> give her half the money i don't care isn't he like owe all of his money in taxes anyways isn't the guy like totally fucked yeah i don't know i don't know what <laughs> i don't know about what, uh, a lot of that i don't keep up with a lot of celebrity stuff or like new stuff like pretty much this is like my news right now i just asked you like yeah, hey just, what's, going what's going on with on? corona brandon well there's a little bit of a spike in our area and we all gotta be safe ah yeah so anyways fuck that shit speaking of being safe man um i was uh reading the story about this uh party that these people were throwing up in uh, new york city and somebody fell off the roof that does not sound safe that does not sound safe and i was like getting to think about it and i was just like all right so Who's really at fault for this? You know, is it the person that like threw the party? Is it the person that was fucking around and fell off the roof? Is it the person that owns the building? What are, what are your thoughts on this? Um, so I would probably say maybe I'm a little old school, 
But I think if, you know, the person who fell off the roof, um, pr- at a party, I'm going to be guessing is, is probably, you know, not sober. Yeah, I can't say one way or the other. So, like, if you're on a roof and you're not sober, you probably gonna have to like live and die with that decision ultimately. So, because of your decision to be intoxicated, you're at fault for that. Not necessarily just intoxication, but then also going on a roof, like yeah, it's, it's multiple decisions. You, you need to like prepare for that, you know, like yeah. situation. Well, it's like it's like the Chris Rock joke where he's just like, "Oh, you want to go out there and just live every moment like it's your last, and like you might get hit by a bus tomorrow." And he's just like, "But in reality, you're not going to get hit by a bus tomorrow, and you have to live with the consequences of your decisions that you make." You sure, know? sure. Just, and so I always think about that. It's just like, okay, maybe we'll get hit by a bus. But, like, did you decide, like, were you drunk? Did you decide to, like, jaywalk? And then, you know, what is it? Is the bus driver's fault? Is it your fault? Such a weird fine line. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a fine line. Just want to get your thoughts on it. I think it would be a finer line, like, let's say that you were sober. Yeah, okay, let's say you're sober. Like, let's say you're sober and you fell off a roof. Mm -hmm. Then I feel like maybe it's more of, well... Maybe it's on like, uh, like I don't know. Like you're on a roof still. Yeah. Like, like love you're, hanging you're, out on a roof. Your it's decision, nice. like if you're gonna be on a roof, like you, you ever been at a rooftop like, party? I have not been on a rooftop party. You Actually, I have been on a rooftop party. Okay. Okay. Uh, in New Zealand. No, all right. This story's getting better. All right. Tell us about it. What uh, happened? Was this like in Auckland? Was this like in the main city? It was in Auckland. It was at a hostel, kind of. Okay. This one room, you could like sneak out of the window and climb onto the roof. Hmm. So that's what like everyone was doing. That was the only access to the roof was like off like like, this one person's room. Okay. Was it a fire escape or was it just like up through the window? Uh, It just, I don't know. It just felt like it was up through the window. It wasn't a fire escape. It was just up through the window. It just was like close to like the ledge of the the roof. So you you could just like like, pop out the window, you know, crawl up there. And then like, yeah, just hop on the roof like that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, Yeah. And then like I was definitely having a really good time. They have some music going. Uh, yeah, so this one guy was actually like... They, like toss some turntables out the window up to the, the rooftop? No, this one guy actually was like a, a DJ. I think he was from like Germany. All right. And he was like just making some some shit happen. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of fun. Uh, so we were just vibing on music like like that way and just kind of yeah. playing songs and, and shit. Like actual tracks, like some like dancey stuff, some house stuff, like... No, 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 like no, top, no, no. Top 40? No, just like going through like all sorts of shit from like the Beatles to Biggie. All right, all right, that's like, fun. Like okay, just just going so through just the, like, yeah, the whole catalog. You playlist know? shuffle. And I was in the zone. I was fucked up. Fair. Um, off of some shit though. Okay. Um, and so I you had to was, sign like, your non-disclosure agreement for this uh for this episode here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, um, but I was definitely vibing on a lot of shit and um. So you got a bunch of people up on the roof. Yeah, and um, just looking at the stars in the southern hemisphere, Ooh. like just tripped out. That's beautiful. Is you know, it's just, it's, a, it's a beautiful moment. It's what I it's what I live for. That's beautiful. As I'm telling the story about the people in New York, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I like crawled out onto a fire escape to get on this. Uh, you reminded me with the hostel. We were staying at a hostel. Sure. Manhattan, 
not too far from Times Square there, you know, pretty tall building, you know, old classic, you know, brick Manhattan building. But yeah, you had to crawl under the fire escape and then up onto the, the roof where we took some of the most beautiful photos uh, me and my buddy Greg have ever taken. It's so nice. Just, you know, see all the buildings and just uh, from a different perspective too. And then just like right. hanging out on the roof, bringing the guitars up on the roof, just kind of getting in the zone up there. You know, it's just beautiful. Something so, about a rooftop. How late did you stay out? Oh, till sunset, I think. And then maybe a little bit after. And then actually a different time when a shout out to uh, my buddies in Cowboy Winter when we uh, went to New York City. We kind of had a place to stay, but we also kind of didn't. And so we ended up uh, camping out on a rooftop uh, at my buddy's place in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And so you'd wake up like in a sleeping bag, like on some random rooftop in Brooklyn. You look up and you can see all of Manhattan. Dope. That's dope. And so those nights we stayed out all night. We just like would hang out and just drink and smoke cigarettes and get ready to, you know, to go play some music. Um, absolutely fun ass time. But it's uh, tight quarters in New York, so you don't really have too much room. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I can imagine that. Yeah, we got to get Kevin on this podcast too. Kevlar. Dude, yeah. I mean, he's a family man now. Exactly. So you got to fight for his time. Yeah. Well, you know, when, when the time is right. <laughs> yeah. When the time is right. No, I would love to have Kevlar on there. Shout As this comes Kevlar. up, I'm just like shouting these out because I'm just like, who can we have on here, you know? We want to start out with some friends on here and then eventually we'll get to the scientists and the uh, the politicians. Yeah, I, I would really like uh, like to talk about uh, Andrew Greenwood's bar. I think shout out. I think I, I think still need Andrew to get down there. I was go. just talking with his old manager yesterday. We're both just like, we need to get down there. We need to get down there. Yeah. Have you been? I have not been. See, just a lot of talk. A lot of talk. Shout, yeah, out. shout out to Andrew. Good kid. Was it called Mom's Place? Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. Name of the karaoke bar. Yeah. Down in university. So go check it out if you're uh, in the mood for some karaoke. And uh, he did invite me to bring my drums down there, so we're going to try to go down there and jam out at some point. Dope. So bring the drum set down there, do some jams with the Greenwood. And, uh, yeah, I got to check it out. Just uh, going to the bars. You know, we got basketball. We got outside. Going to the bar with all these shows going on already. It's like you're already going to the bar when you go to a show. Right. Even though I wasn't drinking at the last two shows, but you're still, like, out, you know. So you don't want to, like, add, like, a third night in the week where you're like, all right, now I'm going to the bar. Just like, what do you like go out every single night? Uh, you know, back in the day, <laughs> yeah, twenty one. Mm-hmm. That's what, what I'm saying. Nice. But now it's a little different. You yeah. want to like, like curl up with a book, get, yeah, get right. cozy, right? Where's my pipe and slippers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that. I, I got the old man game out. I'm, I'm busting out of it though. Now I feel like. Yeah, I've been going, been going buck wild this last couple of weeks already. So nice. this was, you know. One thing after another. It's a beautiful thing. But shout out Greenwood's Place, University, Mom's Place. Hit it up. Yeah, I got some friends that would love to come on. They just don't do shit. I mean, they do shit. Well, when the time is right. But it's not like, um, you know, they just come and set a mood, set a vibe. Yeah. Come chill. It doesn't have to be in a hardcore, grilled, you know, introspective, tell-all. Sure. You can just come kick it and vibe. Right. Just like when Krings came and kicked it in vibe. Yeah, well, Krings is, I mean, Krings is definitely one of the more talented people that I know. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. So what else you got going on, man? 
Uh, checked out Bratfest for a second. It was okay. like the first time I went to Bratfest. Uh, I think since I was like in high school. Probably. Is the forty year anniversary this year? Is that what it was? It was the forty year anniversary. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we were selling like a special uh, pilsner that was brewed by I think Young Blood Brewing brewed it. Young Blood. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Young Blood. They brewed it for the Bratfest. Nice. Because uh, it's the fortieth anniversary and people love it. You know, they got any vegetarian brats down there? I heard that they do. Okay. I heard so. I heard. Am I gonna get beat up bad. if I get beat up if I go to this thing? No, no. So full disclosure. We got, we got a vegetarian in the house. I'm not a vegetarian, <laughs> and that's like the one thing that like is kind of like like when we go see like concert shit like uh-huh. in a, 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 like in a different city, like sometimes like I'll just not eat with you. Yeah, we split off. Cause I have it's to, totally like, fine. Yeah, because I'll be like, dude, like I'm in fucking but North I don't, Carolina and I got to barbecue. Chill, but I'll chill with you, though. But then we'll do like, we'll get like we'll Indian go, food. Yeah, but we'll go on an adventure. Like There was like that one time we were like, I can't even remember what it was that you were trying to find, but we were, like we like cruised around to get it. And it was like the total vibe. Like, I love that shit. Yeah. It was like some special pole boy or something in Louisiana or some kind of like special sandwich. Yeah, I don't even remember. A yeah. lot of my times in Louisiana. I almost crashed your car. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't even remember that. <laughs> uh, the guy was coming up way faster than I thought he was, and I like pulled out of this like parking lot, and like it was kind of in a slightly rural area, and then like, you know, whatever. It was all cordial, but I think you were even like, "Whoa, geez, what's going on <laughs> over here?" I was like, "We're all good. We're all safe over here." You know, it was a little close call. It sure. was totally fine. It happens. Everyone would have been. Everyone would have been okay. Yeah. But I love going on those adventures with you. You know, like I, I, I don't care. Like I'll, I'll find something to eat. You know. Right. Right. It doesn't really matter. Right. No, it's dope. It's yeah. dope. I do heard that they got like uh, good vegetarian brats. Okay, so people, yeah, brat fest vibing. Yeah. You see some music down there. What's going on? Uh, no, this, no, I was down there with a buddy. It's like um, a bunch of like Ted Nugent cover bands. Buddy What's that going was down on down there, there with like his daughter? Mm. So we were just mainly there for her to have a good time. Nice. So. This is like state fair vibe. What's going on? Yeah, there? they got a little carnival side of it too. Okay. So they got like the carny games, state fair games, and. Um, yeah, like all the uh, all the classics. Nice. Like try to win a goldfish. Try to shoot some hoops in, there in you go. tight rims and. Yep. You know how it is. The water gun thing. Yep. Yep. All of the, it. The bottle toss with the ring. The ring with the bottle. Yep. Nice. Classic. Classic. Well, you gotta love it. Where do they do that at? Is it out by you in Sun Prairie? Is it outside outside of town somewhere? No, it's over out uh, in the Lion Energy Center. Hmm. Yeah. They had some horses. They had like a horse thing going on. They always got some kind of horse thing going on yeah, out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my stepdad was going out with this horse lady and he came to town because they were doing like this crazy horse extravaganza down there. And they had this like dude called uh, Buck Brenneman. <laughs> That's a hell of a name. And I always laugh because he's like this dude, this, he's like a big horse. He's like, I break horses. He's, like this he tough guy. horses. And he has this like rhinestone. What a fucking intro. <laughs> yeah. He has this rhinestone jacket, and on the back it says, the legend, the, the legend rides on. And it's just so cheesy. I, I think about it like every couple of days. I'm like, the legend rides on. I'm like, fuck Brenneman. <laughs> but, you know, those horse people, they're always out there. Like, you'd be driving by, like, hit, like go out to Rimrock or someplace over and visit Johnny or somewhere over there. And I'm like, oh, man, there's another 80 dozen, you know, horse trailers out here. There's horse shit everywhere. What's right. going on again? There's always always horses out there. 
Yeah, I mean, they had horses from all over this time, just kind of showing off, doing their thing. Uh, horses. Did you are, like any of them in particular? I mean, I just, I don't know, they're huge. I didn't realize how strong and huge, like, horses were. Mm. Um, yeah, some of them are absolutely massive. Yeah. Clydesdales. That's what they were down there, the Clydesdales. Clydesdales, there yeah. is. I call them the cloud Cloudsdales. Is that what I said? <laughs> no, it's Clydesdale. You were right. I was wrong. Uh-huh. Fact checker. Instantaneous. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that sounds good. Do you want any stuffed animals? No, I didn't play any games. Uh, actually, I did try to win that goldfish and like the toss, the ring toss thing. Yeah. Gotta, gotta try to do that one at least. Don't know why you would want a goldfish. Set, the, set it free the, in the, the lake. The kid wanted a goldfish. So. Become the size of like a shark in a couple of years. Right. <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah. I got to play some hoops today. Hoops? Yeah. Hell yeah. How'd Shoot. you do? Uh, there was nobody down there, so I was just shooting around, so I kicked my own ass. Nice. But I was doing pretty good on the jumpers. Hit hit a solid seven or eight free throws in a row. Hit a bunch of threes. Nice. Felt good. And uh, hit up the library today, so. A beautiful day. Shout out books. Shout out books. What'd you check out? Uh, I got this Paul Thomas Anderson Masterworks book over there. I got a couple of Funkadelic CDs, a couple nice. of Parliament CDs. Uh, let's see, I got the new Mojo magazine with George Harrison on it. Nice. What's so, George up to? Yeah, he's uh, you know surprisingly not doing too much these days, unfortunately. Okay. Pretty silent on his side of uh, the you know the globe, but uh, he did so much in his lifetime that there's always more to on Earth with him. Right. Yeah. I've been on a mini Beatles kick. I got the uh, the remastered White Album, which had all the Escher demos on it. Nice. George is, was always my favorite. Yeah, George shines on those Escher demos because uh, they, I don't know if you know about this, but like right before they recorded the White Album, they got together at George's house and they recorded all the songs for it in one day, like acoustically. Sure. And it's known as the Escher demos and it's just incredible, really. Really, like, Paul is the only one that, like, flounders on it. Like, like Lennon is just killing it on that album. For sure. Class Onion, Sexy Sadie, Dear Prudence. Yep. I mean, just absolutely knocking him out of the park. And George is right there with him. Paul's songs are a little cheesy. I always thought Paul was cheesy, though. Yeah. I mean, Martha, My Dear, and, you know, Ovla Di Ovla Da. It's a little... He'll get, like, he'll get Blackbird, and he'll have, like, some, like, Hey Jude, yeah. he'll have some that yeah. are, like, good, but for the most part, nah. Yeah. Take it or leave it, you're leaving it? Yeah, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving Paul. And his solo shit wasn't that good. I'll say it. There's some gems, but it's uh, overall not too great. Um, but, yeah, on those uh, Escher demos, Blackbird is probably the best one that Paul comes up with. Plus That's that, dope. Plus that one-track junk that he did that wasn't on the album. Super solid. So yeah, yeah. So I got this George Harrison thing. Just kind of gonna see what's in there. Read about that. Mojo is always the best music magazine out there. Yeah, nice. I I don't really get into magazines too often, so uh, I don't really know much about Mojo. No, they're one of the best nice. since forever. Most informative. All kinds of obscure shit. All kinds of popular stuff. Nice, good mix. Like this podcast. Yeah, we're all over the map here, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was down playing some Coop today. Yeah, Coop Good Junior. Every Wednesday down at the uh, East Side Club in Monona. Beautiful you got, spot. You guys have a name for your team? Yeah, we are Coop Thugs in Harmony. Ah, excellent. Yes, sir. East 1999. And we Creeping finally out. found the Harmony today. Creeping on a come up. 
we uh uh the it's a group that came together last year me and a couple buddies and uh i think the second half of last year we started to find uh you know we it, it really started to click and and now this season uh, we're off to a good start. Got some we, some Coob synchronicity. A good game today. Last week we we didn't have a full squad, so we didn't do too good. We lost our our driller. That's one of our most important players. Um, but we had him back this week, and now we're starting to gel. Uh, even if we went like zero and forty, you know, like couldn't pick a better yeah. group of guys to play with just have a hell of a time have a good old time down there but now it's on like it's 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 on warning to anyone that's in that league uh watch out for a coop thugs and harmony because it's on this year there we go you heard it here first folks coop yeah. thugs and harmony feeling good feeling it's the great. first of the coop <laughs> I, I was just i can't think of any other bone thug songs uh, I like the uh, thuggish, ruggish bone. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's my... the thuggish, ruggish bone. Sing it. <laughs> yeah, they always had the best production style of all. Like, I don't know who was like mixing their stuff. Because uh, going back to like B.I.G., they did the uh, the song with B.I.G. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, B.I.G.'s songs always sounded like one particular way. But the one that they did, one he did with Bone Thugs and Harmony, it just like sounds like Bone Thugs. <laughs> right. But it's like, but it's B.I.G. It's a B.I.G. song. And I was like, oh, I wish they did more songs like that. So, yeah, Eastside Club, they still got it like uh, all manicured and like the lawn all nice over there. Yeah, lawn's all nice. The lake is beautiful. Uh, the beers are coming out on the bar. They got a bar down there. Sometimes they got food. Tiki, Tiki Hut? Yeah. Tiki Hut. So everything that you could ask for is there. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I love it down there. I've been down there a few so, times. Yeah, just come out, uh, anyone. Just come out on a Wednesday night, grab a drink, uh, fucking get down to some coob. You never know when there's going to be a huge old-timey orchestra band playing in there, too. I'll tell you when. You they're going to be there on Wednesday nights. I don't know. I was there like a random night and then I like walked in there and there was like a whole like old school throwback like brass band playing. Damn, that is dope. It was like 30, 30 people just like getting down. Damn. It was, like, six clarinets and I was like, damn, these guys are getting at it. Clarinets. Now that's, uh, that's something you don't see every day. Or here. That's, yeah, I guess that's right. Or maybe you hear it. You probably do hear it more than you see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, rocking out to some some Beethoven, some Mozart. Sure, some Vivaldi even. Exactly, of course, man. The Four Seasons, baby. Let's get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. Other than that, I finished up the uh, new season of Atlanta. I know you didn't watch it yet. I got to get into it. But, man, it is a hot topic. A lot of people talking about it. I'm I'm going to watch it, and then um, I'm going to get through this season by next week. Yeah, a lot of people are not digging it. It's uh, complicated. Sure. I love complicated. It's very complicated. People are just dumb. People are just dumb. Yeah. Some of those people might have been... Right, though? No, yeah. I think some of them like had some points, you know. Sure. But having said that, it's amazing. There's some of the best writing of all time on this show. Some of the most beautiful moments you'll ever see. Yeah. It's 100% worth your time. Season one was awesome. Season uh, one and two are both awesome classic yeah i'll get down in two we'll talk about it next week so yeah uh yeah i just wanted to say that finish that up shout out to donald glover nice absolutely amazing i uh, love to see him out there and about doing his thing with this doing the press tour Super talented dude yeah just to hear him talk you know he's an interesting cat so mm-hmm. always love 
hearing Donald Glover get at it. I feel like, so like, this is going to be a little abstract, but if you, I promise it. you, stick with me. I'm and sticking we'll get with to you. The, we'll get to the point. So like what carrots. Carrots? Carrots used to be like these purple things, right? Oh, yeah. The evolution of all of our food that we eat is wild. Yeah, Like yeah. you look at like the banana, like the banana used to like have like these like, it's like a hard fibery whole thing with all these seeds in it and then we domesticated it and you know crossbred it and we got what we got now but sorry yeah no no that, i'm gonna derail guy. you this whole conversation good so good i hope you gonna, do i hope you because this is actually gonna be very you know roundabout so you have many opportunities all right um so carrots you know they started out purple they're orange now uh orange started out as a mutation right yeah um, but obviously there's still purple carrots yeah, obviously there's still purple carrots. Okay. I, I just want to say there's just like there's all kinds of different variations. Yeah, cross, but the dominant ones that we sell now are the orange ones because they're sweeter, so they sell better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much what how like the whole mutation surviving kind of thing works. Yep. I feel like like how do we know like when we're a mutation? Oh, we're a definite mutation. Like no, no, no. Like individually though. Like, other than, like, you know, like, so, the bad mutation, maybe we can see, like, bad mutations do you mean right a mutation? Away. Do you mean a mutation from, like, where we were, like, 100 years ago? Or, like, I a mean, mutation? like, so if you have the whole population okay. of however 8 billion people, yep. obviously there's going to be a percentage of that where people are going to have, like, some sort of, like, mutation and maybe some of it is like a maybe genetically a genetic mutation that just happened maybe some of it is like genetic in a way where it shows up physically or like genetically or something like that yeah but how do we know that there's someone can't have like a mental mutation too like maybe einstein of course was a mutation there's a lot of different deviations like can happen there's a million different possibilities so I don't know, I just was thinking about that because I think like some of my favorite people are, are really just like these outliers because like Donald Glover is just so good at everything that he does. Yeah, like, and he is he is really good at everything he does, but he's taking a different approach to everything he does. Like, he's I not doing the normal like a thing. Mutation. Like there's not a lot of people that think like him or speak like him or you know, he's, he has, do the things that he, he has does completely divergent out of like the 8 thought. billion people that we have. Yeah. He's very unique. I mean, he is uniquely his own person, of course. Yeah. I mean, through the way he writes and the way he raps and the way he acts. But to connect with so many people in so many different ways, like community is such a huge hit. Of course. People are going to love him for that. Like his rap career, uh, his stand up, like, you know, just. Well, um, I mean, and here's the thing. So like whatever, like I love Atlanta, I think it's probably, you know, next to Seinfeld and, you know, a couple other randoms. It's in my top five. Sure. And I love the way he writes and thinks. Uh, Guava Island, the way he acted in Solo, Community. 30 Rock, even. 30, like he was a writer for, he's a writer for 30 Rock. His stand-up stuff that he used to do when he was younger was really good. But here's the thing. The song Redbone that he did, Yeah, I think is like the best thing he's ever done. Yeah, and that it's was like, fire. No, it's like it is fire and it will be fire and yeah. it will continue to burn I forever. I know. Like it's the song itself. I saw him do it like acapella, like right away, and Ooh. it was just fire. The production on it, just the whole essence of it, the vibe, the uh, it just transcends anything for me. Anytime I could, I could hear it like from a car 
in a parking lot like three blocks away and i'm like oh Shit. i'm feeling it let's get it let's, <laughs> i want to hear this song you know so to me like for him to create that it's like the pinnacle of any like he could do whatever he wants for the rest of his life and i would love him just for that sure but he's like continuing to push the bounds with this new season and there's a lot to say it's really interesting yeah no i love that I, i'm here for for people like that because like a lot of times like we're gonna call these people crazy because we don't see things like well, the way that they do because they're the outlier well it's tricky because like who knows maybe they'll be the dominant thing well this like what like, does society allow to be considered genius you know because like obviously when you look at somebody with like you know like a genius tendency like an einstein you know like you know the public obviously like recognized his genius you know and they uh would you know uh absorb any faults that he had and just like it almost gets like swept under the, the rug like with history because just like think of like the, the positives and things like that sure and there really wasn't any, very many negatives obviously with einstein and science for you know a couple of little contributions like that went awry in science but we don't have to get into that aspect of it but like you know he but he was kind of you know like obviously like a loopy dude you know sure sure and like uh eccentric or eccentric and like we celebrate his eccentric uh, aspects you know but like another crazy person we like downgrade their eccentric personality and be like hey like uh like we don't want to hear from you right now you're crazy take these drugs and they like their their vision can't get filtered into like the the actual consciousness of uh what we would accept that's a good point so I think that there's like weird like uh like like a Jimi Hendrix you know like savant genius level guitar like if he was doing something different that people didn't want to hear like uh if he was like a dulcimer player or something it like wasn't like a counter culture like uh revolution like sure. spirit you know people just be like yeah whatever that crazy guy over there playing the dulcimer like we don't give a shit that's a good point um but what, what were you saying exactly about these like not divergent but um like uh outlier like you said like morph not morphine but um what were you saying what was the word you were using fuck i don't know. oh no we lost it no i can't remember shit so you're, gonna have to... <laughs> you're saying mutation like a genetic you say yeah. like genetic mutations is like what were you starting at with it yeah i just kind of as an abstract point but just like these things that like sometimes things like are just ahead of their time and, and mm-hmm. why why are these people ahead of their time like what do what allows them to see that shit yeah that right now we can say hey you're crazy like dave Chappelle, hey you're crazy mm-hmm. and then oh wait you're not crazy like you're fucking yeah you're talking about like when he when they like they like said he was smoking crack and he was like actually in africa just chilling on vacation yeah but maybe not like the, the best point or like maybe like yeah because that's the sticky one yeah yeah but you know what i mean like maybe it, like you know like like someone's saying like the fucking world is round for the first time right like, we revolve around the sun yeah it's like, yeah hey you're fucking nuts like how did you fucking figure that out and they're like all right well no, I'm not the crazy one. And I think it's also like how useful um, these creative geniuses are to like the actual like popular uh, mechanisms of like the like with Dave Chappelle to bring it back to him. Like when he went to Africa, he was just like, "Hey, I don't want to do your fucking mainstream like sitcom anymore. Like I'm not doing this." And so like because he wasn't feeding that back into the actual like the main mainstream machine, the mainstream media was just like, which is a part of that the mechanics of that whole thing. They're like we're going to like shit on this guy. We're going to fucking like try to like ruin this guy's life in the press because he's not, he's not of use to them anymore. He's not like making money for them anymore. So they'll figure out a different way to make money for him. And, uh, 
this is like, oh man, I don't even know if I even want to get into this, but it's like, um, this is like, like with, uh, with Bill Cosby. Okay. Okay. All these allegations that have been out there, they've, they were in the press. People like, they were like, it was like a known quantity. People knew what he was doing, sure. but they were covering up for him because like he was making so much money for them. Sure. And sure. then like when he finally like got old enough to where like he wasn't like going to make enough money for them anymore, it almost be- like it flipped to where they could like, it was more, it would be obviously like he, you know, fuck him for what he did, you know, but like they covered up his shit the whole time. Right. But then there's a certain point where he wasn't going to like make enough money for them, for them to be like logistically able to cover up for his shit anymore. Sure. So then they, they flipped the narrative and then like the, the media mechanism can still make money off of it. But then they're still like in the clear because they're like calling out what he did. Right, right. No, I get that. I see that. That makes sense. I, 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 I believe that. Yeah. So there's like those aspects of like like what you're saying with like these like uh, geniuses or like people that are like outcasts. It's like what will society allow? Like what will like what can they like make money from or like why like why why would it be cool for like somebody to be a genius? You know. Right. Right. How many geniuses are like not recognized because they just don't have that right lens? Well, they don't have a, accepted. Yeah, they don't have right a way. PR team behind yeah. them promoting what they do. Because no matter what, you're still gonna need like if you're gonna make a movie and it's gonna be a genius movie, you need like a whole production team, you know? Sure. And all that shit, yeah. Like God, Sham God. He's a genius God, sham God but, Shout out God Come on our podcast Yeah I feel like we should Shout out God On every podcast We definitely should um, People need to know People need to know I, I asked people like, Even today I said, like, Hey you know You know about God, sham God I'm Like no Yeah Let me tell you so watch, them, so watch them highlights Over here Yeah You're like on the side Of the sidewalk Like check this crossover out Ah <laughs> uh, shit Dude, Russell Westbrook does some sick sham He's the guy. best sham, sham godder of all time. Yeah, he's trying to tell people. Yeah. It's just the way he passes. It's just so good. Yeah. Yeah, because he won't just take it to the rack. He'll do like a crazy pass like after the sham god. So yeah, just for the record, don't condone that shit that Bill Cosby did. That's some fucked up shit. No, but it's an interesting thing. We don't have these conversations like a lot because it's just so quick to like, you know, say, like condemn like... Take the safe route and condemn, like, uh, the obvious. But, yep. you know, sometimes there's just more to that picture. And it's it's worth also tying. It has nothing to do to, like, condone Bill Cosby. But also, like, these other guys are assholes, too, uh, that, that would, like, um, you know, protect it and cover it up. Oh, yeah. They're complicit in what he did by covering up what he did. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's total, like, uh, manipulative, corrupt behavior. Yeah, and that's, that's not a surprise, though. Like, there's, there's all sorts of shit. Like, I was telling uh, homeboy, P-Dub, Pat, uh, to read up about Andrew W.K. Yeah, the Andrew W.K., yeah. Because he's not real. But is he real? No, he's real, but he had a replacement Andrew W.K. I know. It's my favorite fucking conspiracy theory. So, but there's also like... All fucking time. I hope people, if there's one thing that you gain from this podcast, (laughs) go down this fucking web. So just type in Andrew W.K. replacement, real Andrew W.K. It's a whole, it's a whole rabbit hole. So anyways, like back in like the 
switch of the 2000s, the aughts, there's a rock and roller named Andrew WK. Party hard. Party hard. And he had a bunch of party anthems. And uh, he's a he's really a pretty damn good musician, too. He's a great piano player. He's a hell of a fucking rock and roll star. But at a certain point, it seemed like he had like a body morph of types, bringing it back to mutations. <laughs> this guy, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, he looked more jacked, but he looked different. And like, sure. there's a different, like, uh, style to his music. But it was still pretty damn close. And, you know, people change, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Chappelle, like he was a skinny guy when he started and now he's a buff dude, you know, sure. looks totally different. But Andrew WK, there was like, oh, but, it, but there was no like acknowledgement. There was just like, it was just like a replacement. Like it was like a body double. Like he was like, like MF Doom set, sending out Doom posters to his shows to do the shows for him. Yeah. But Doom yeah. had a mascot. And people weren't buying it. Like a lot of people were talking. Yeah, I think. Like I think even initially, like right away. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like I came into this late, so I'm watching like the whole log, like as it like already happened, and I'm just like, wow, there is so much shit, and it just keeps going, and it just keeps going. Yeah. So the last time but I this checked, was all happening in like real time. I was gonna like, say the last time I checked on this time. was probably like ten years ago. Like, is there new developments in this uh, this situation? Um, I don't know if there's any new developments okay. or old developments. It's ongoing, like, as is, I feel though, like, I think. Yeah, the, there's, uh, I did see, like, a a new music video. Okay. That kind of, like, alluded to some of the same shit, so it's almost like he's keeping it going, too. I feel like yeah. it's, like... because I had a friend who saw him a couple years ago, and she sure. brought this kind of thing up, too. You know, she's like, is it the real one? And I'm like, well, shit, I mean, obviously I have no idea, you know? I remember seeing A. Andrew W.K. at a party at the park. Okay. Uh, James Madison Park. They had concerts there yeah, like, they way used back have, in the day. Yeah. And someone threw a shoe on the stage. Okay. And he threw it back in the crowd. I don't know if he hit the right person or not, but he definitely hit someone Somebody. in the face. Oh, God. Someone got rocked in the face with a shoe. Oh. Uh, thrown by some Andrew W.K. I was probably <laughs> either like... In high school or right out of high school. So this would have been like 2004, 2005. Yeah. So I don't know where in the timeline that is in Andrew WK's. That's smack dab in like the, the, the switchover era. Okay. Yeah. So you saw one of them. I saw one of them. Why don't they do shows at James Madison anymore? I don't know. Because I heard that uh, the White Stripes came through in 2002 and did a killer show down there. Dumb. I have a hard time picturing the White Stripes playing at James Madison Park. <laughs> um, but James Madison Park is a wild place, man. Like uh, one of the more recent memories, I was down there. Um, I took my dad down there and um, all of a sudden we were um, down by the basketball courts. And every time we turned around, there was like another guy that was uh, dre- like dressed up like Where's Waldo. Okay. And so, like, what had happened was, is like, there was a hundred people there, but they were wearing the Where's Waldo shit, like, underneath what they were wearing. So, like, every time you turned around, there's like another five people, like, with the Where's sure. Waldo thing. And we're down by the basketball courts because we're just like uh, watching some basketball down there. But then there's these guys throwing dice. Okay, like nice. as they do, you know. But these guys had stacks of hundred dollar bills down there. Okay. This was no joke. Like each person had at least like a grand, and one person had close to like probably like two, three grand. Fuck yeah. Out in a circle, and there's like eight of them, and they're just out there playing dice next to the basketball court for thousands of dollars. And then next to them, there's all these like nerdy Waldo people <laughs> meeting up. To it was like it ended up being like I think like the engineering program at UW, like dressed okay. up like Where's Waldo. 
And, uh, and then we're watching the basketball. That's Madison. And, that, and that's, they're all chilling by the lake. And we're all down there just hanging out. Like, that is mm-hmm. Madison. Probably people playing volleyball and frisbee. Oh, there's always people playing volleyball down there. Sunning, hanging out, all yeah. kinds of, uh, you know, dogs. People slacklining. Yes, Just sir. getting it in down there for sure. But they don't do shows there anymore. So that's some bullshit. It's a shame. That's a shame. I would like to experience that. But yeah, so if you're the real Andrew WK, please call into Pod Sham God. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, or just in Andrew WK. Yeah, we'll take I'd any of them. With it. Yeah, just just any one of them. Just come on there. Uh, yeah. And if you're an Andrew WK expert, please come on Pod Sham God. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Sure. So we're gonna take a little quick break, and we'll be right back with a little sports talk. Yes, sir. Yeah. Fuck Boston. Welcome back to Pod Sham God. Yeah, buddy, we're talking some sports. This is Brando and Amo. What up? What up? So, the finals are upon us. We've been waiting this whole time. We got the matchup we've all been waiting for. No, just kidding. We got Boston Celtics versus the Golden State Warriors. The matchup nobody wanted to see. I did not win my bet. Ah, brutal. I knew I wasn't going to win that, like, by game two of each series. Cold-blooded. Yeah. No parlays for you. Parlez-vous. Parlez-vous Francais. Um, so, yeah, uh, what are you thinking here? I'm thinking Warriors in six. Yeah, I think it's definitely the Warriors. I, I want to say even five. Yeah, because fuck Boston? One, because fuck Boston. Two? First and foremost, fuck Boston. Two, I just think that, like, Golden State is way more fun to watch. Yep. So they're just going to be the my favorites. I, my bias is just going to go towards them because they're just more fun to watch. Steph Curry is amazing. Like, there's no one in Boston that, like, can compare to yeah. just the excitement that Steph kind of makes me feel when I, I watch basketball. I watch him just do his thing. Yeah, I mean, if you would have told me, like, when they're in the middle of that run with, like, Kevin Durant, they'd be like, you know, in three years, you're really going to love watching this team in the finals. I would have been like, bullshit, I don't believe you. Oh, I would have, I would have believed it because... Steph's game is, is yeah. going to age like Reggie Miller. Like, Oh, it's way past Rip Miller. No, I, what I mean is... Like, like, as he gets older, he'll be able to He's just going to always be able to do that. Like, yeah. like, Reggie played forever, and he could always just pop that curl and hit that shot. Mm-hmm. Like, Steph can just do so much more. Yeah. But, well, I always forget, like, you know, like, Reggie, he had that, you know, if it wasn't for the Malice and the Palace, there's a good possibility that 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 Pacers team could have gone to the finals and won right right and then they even had a little bit of run after that too and uh you know Reggie he had a long career man like I yeah. put it down for a stretch so yeah I gotta hand it to him but uh I mean to me Steph just uh he's so much fun you know he's lovable yeah and Clay you can't you can't hate Clay you gotta root for him I loved Raymond I'm a huge Draymond fan. Always have been. The way he can facilitate the offense. It's, he doesn't uh, even shoot anymore, and he's still... He's a mutation. He's a, <laughs> I love it. The most beautiful mutation of all time. <laughs> love Draymond Green. So it's, I never thought I'd be saying all this, but uh, this is what Boston has done to me. 
They, yeah. They made me love this Warriors team. Like I, I'm, I'm buying in, man. Nice. Like I was loving them this whole season. And Steve Kerr's always been dope. And last season, yeah, it was just like we like had so much with that Durant run. It was just like, like when I was put such like a bad taste in my mouth. Nine, ten, eleven, or whatever. Like Steve Kerr was probably top ten important people in my life. Just in general. It'd probably be like the Bulls starting five, like Bush and Clinton. <laughs> Sure. Who else? And then like uh, Tony Kukoc. Tony Kukoc. What about you? Like Bill Wennington, maybe? No, 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 no. (laughs) Brett Favre would be on there. Yeah, Dennis Rodman. Oh, he's a starter. He's a starter. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, sorry. I missed that. Yeah, and I think then you'd probably have to give it to Steve Kerr. Give it to Steve Kerr. Winning, winning bucket. Yeah. So I'm, I'm all on board with this team now. it's just like the uh, the hatred of Boston runs wild, you know, because I was uh, listening to the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast. They're okay. a, they're a Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Nice. But these guys are they're pretty funny. I've been listening to them for at least 4 or 5 6 years now. Okay. And uh, you know, I don't I'm not that big of a Philly fan, but uh, these guys are just funny, you know. And they're talking about it and they're like you know, they Philly hates Boston, I think, more than Milwaukee hates Boston. Sure. And they're like, I would rather the Sixers go 0-82 and 82 than to have to root for the Boston Celtics. And they're <laughs> both just like in agreement. I was like, that's insane. Because like there's just like this irrational hatred that we have for Boston. A lot of teams hate Boston. Um, you know, L.A. hates Boston. And that goes back since forever. Yeah, New York hates Boston. Yeah, Miami, Miami probably hates Boston. Yep. Um, I'm sure Texas isn't a fan. <laughs> what can I say? Well, DC had that that beef with them. Remember, they were wearing like the fu- like the funeral outfits to th- that series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a big one. So they're beefing. No love there. So yeah, the moral of the story is fuck Boston. Fuck Boston. Ah. <laughs> uh, but have, no, it's going to be fun. Have it's, we gone too far on the Boston slander? No, I don't think we got far enough. Okay, all right. Okay, just, but, checking, just checking the barometer. Um, I was going to say, like, I think that um, Boston is just it's going to be interesting. Like, it's going to be interesting to see what Tatum does. Because mm-hmm. he's going to be, you know, this is he's going to have a moment where he can kind of evolve and take the stage here and try to claim that he's the next up. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he reacts. I always just, just want to see like big name players. Yeah. There's, just, there's a world where up. in two weeks we're naming Tatum the finals MVP. Well, that's the thing. Like, in, I know the Warriors are going to ste- step up. I know they're going to show up. Yeah. I just don't know like what I can expect from Boston. Tatum like, could take feel, that next level up. Yeah, but I, I feel like they got kind of lucky against Miami. They got lucky against freaking everybody they played. That's what I was going to say. Like, they, they... They got so lucky against Brooklyn. Yeah, and Milwaukee, too. Um, I mean, even though they swept them, I mean, obviously it wasn't, you know, the full the full effect. Yeah. Of the Brooklyn team. Yeah, yeah. They definitely got a team that was checking out. And, um... But, yeah, I just... I don't know. I just... I. I don't feel like they're blowing people away like they should be um, if they're going to have a chance against this Warriors team. Well, there it is. Game one starts tomorrow. Yeah, and, and man, the Warriors just have so many weapons. 
So many weapons. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Gotta mention Jordan Poole. I'm contractually obligated to mention him every podcast. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so I'm on board, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how the uh, the fans out in Golden State react versus the Boston fans, because there's like polar opposites in terms of like personalities and dynamic. Oh, I think I think Golden State has a good crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I, I'm just saying crowd. they're different. They're just sure. so wildly different from each other. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. No, one one is decent, and one is trash. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> That's the dichotomy of that situation right there. So we got Warriors in five or six over here. So I'm looking forward to it. We'll get back to you guys on that one next week because there'll be a lot more to talk about. Yes, sir. No, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So you're pretty hyped on this uh, this uh, golf tournament that's going on right now, huh? It's it's a match. Who did you say was Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady versus who? Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady versus uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Mm. Uh, so there was a lot of shit talking going on. About football or about golf? About just a, a lot of things. Okay. Um, Aaron Rodgers called out uh, Patrick Mahomes' Kermit the Frog voice. Okay. Amongst other things. Did he do an impression? Uh, no, he just mentioned that uh, no one with that voice is going to beat him with golf. Ah, okay. Um, that kind of thing. Uh, so it's good. I'm, I'm a fan of shit talking. Like, I'll shit talk you when I play chess. Really? Like, I'll, I'll shit talk at anything. Like, okay. I'm a fan of shit talk. It is good. I love it. It's good for the swagger. It's good for the spirit. Uh, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. And so it's good to see that. It's also cool to see, like, just uh, athletes kind of compete at shit that isn't like the sport they're that they play. They're non-dominant, yeah. And golf is such an easy sport to, to have that kind of battle with, the competition. I don't think it's easy to play. No, it's not easy to play, but it's easy to like have people just be all on the same level. Yeah. Because everyone's going to suck at golf. Yeah, it's a, there's a threshold where like people are and all so, bad, and then eventually there's like a small fraction of people that are, can actually play on a real. So course. I think it's just the perfect game to throw people in there and just see what happens. See what happens, yeah. Because everyone's gonna like sink or swim. Well, there's nothing better than watching Charles Barkley golf. I'm like, sure, oh, dude, I'll watch this all day. Sure, this is amazing. Yeah, so like, yeah, it's just it's just fun. Like, I wish it was more things like that. Like, I think back in the day. Like Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson wanted to play like one on one in oh, Vegas. Yeah. And I think the NBA vetoed like, yeah, it. Right? Like pay per view. Yeah. Like they yeah. had it all set up. And then the NBA was well, like. Well, they were going to do that during the lockout. That's like they started to organize. And the NBA was just like, hold on a second. We better like actually figure out these contracts. Cause like. Dude, all that of a sudden shit would you got be like, so dope though. You got like LeBron James versus like Kobe. This is like, you know, whenever the last right? lockout was. Could you imagine? Could you imagine like Dwight Howard being like a tough guy and just thinking that yeah. he like belonged there? And then maybe he would show up. Maybe he would do shit. I don't know if he would be able to beat too many people one on one at the the elite caliber, but he could he could probably get in there. Yeah, if I, don't a think he, I don't think he would. I don't think he would do a shit. Um I just think that it would fun it would be fun to like watch even like a guy like him just compete. Let alone if you saw like you know, just like LeBron James going against Kevin Garnett or something like that. Yeah, well, I think like even like on a sideshow, like you got like uh, like Roy Hibbert versus Dwight Howard. You know, like some sure. some like battle like that. We're like, let's see what happens here. You know, on a on a 
a, even like a grander scale. Mm-hmm. Like I wish that like celebrity deathmatch was real. <laughs> like that shit was so dope too. Like I wish that it would just be like, just like okay, like you want to talk shit? Like let's let's go. Let's let's fucking yeah. Well, I think Jake Paul is kind of trying to make that happen in the boxing world. Yeah, but like, you know, like I don't, he's got a he leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I don't like the guy, but I feel like the thing is though is like you can't like train. You gotta like hash it out like on the spot. What you can no training? There's no training. Like you can't. Are you, you kidding just, me? Yeah, you got it. It just has to be as is. So it'd be like Will, uh, Will Smith versus Chris Rock. That's Let's go, fair. dude. Let's Will go. Smith was Ali. Uh, that's true. Ali, he trained in, to be in a movie as the best boxer of all time. I think that's a free free training. Yeah, but the it. thing is, though, in like celebrity death match rules, is like anything goes. Yeah. Well. So it's like that could get real messy. Yeah. <laughs> At least with boxing, it's like contained to like a specific like parameters. Sure. You know, you might get a little brain damage, but you know, nobody's gonna pull out a missile launcher and a nuclear weapon and what. I guess that's why they do golf. So that's why golf is the best way to do it, I feel like. <laughs> to bring that back. Um, so who would you say won? Brady and uh, Rogers won? Yeah, Brady and Rogers won. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah, just something fun, just to, you know, pass the time. You catch the the recent cricket match? Who won? No, I'm just joking. I want to get into cricket, though. You know, when I was down in New Zealand, they like... Oh, bring loved, it back to New Zealand. They huh? love cricket. But they have, I don't know if it's like their, what team it is, but they have like a big team and they're called the Blacks. Okay. It's kind of weird to have everyone cheering for the Blacks. Yeah. And say I love say the so. Blacks. Like, it's, well, there's, there's a team down What's there. the opposite team chanting? I don't want to hear that. That sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah. No, you don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in New Zealand. Yeah. I think it's a pretty pretty whitewash down there, right? No, real. Nah, yeah. we got Indian people down there. Really? Yeah. Where do they come from? If, like India? Fiji, Fiji, <laughs> and India, and well, India, yeah. But like, I don't. Indians love Fiji. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, Fiji's a little different. And so, by way of that, we kind of like love New Zealand too. Okay. And New Zealand loves us, so shout out to New Zealand. Just taking a quick look at the map and trying to see how close Fiji is to New Zealand, and. uh it's not that close. No, but we we don't make it a lot of places. But we make it there. You're here yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's a place. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pod sham guy, man. Um, so what else we got in sports today? Hockey folks is getting Eastern Conference, Western Conference finals. We got the Edmonton Oilers versus the Avalanche. Yeah, Avalanche look like they're definitely pretty dominant. Yeah, they're gonna be. They're probably gonna be the team in the uh, the West. So like, oil's pretty old, but then oil they, is pretty old. But then they say nothing survives in Avalanche. <laughs> so what, what? What washes out between oil, the actual physical oil, and a, a real Avalanche? Like, what happens? Ooh, what? Well, I think if global warming is real, <laughs> we're gonna find out. I think. But is global warming real because we're using up all the oil? So what is going to survive? Sports section. You got to save this topic for next week, baby. What's gonna What's gonna be the last man standing? Ice, the (laughs) globe, or fucking oil? I don't know. If the oil's all gone, 
and it's all burnt up into the atmosphere, then I feel like the ice wins, right? Yeah, but if the so ice, it's going to get really hot, and then it's going to get really cold. If the ice just melts, though, ah, that's the thing because we're burning all the oil. Yeah, that's what I was. Which, which is going to melt first? Though, like what? There's theoretically the ice could melt first, and then it would get really, really because hot. because there's just so much. And oil. Then it would get cold again. No, it would never get cold again because oh, we, might turn cold into, again. we might turn into Venus. Hmm. It's possible. Yeah. I'd like to see it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the next uh, 100,000 lifetimes, at least. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Looks like Edmonton might get beat. So, the Avalanche is going to win this time. Yeah, they're, they'd be the team that I'd been on. Um, they're probably the more fun team to watch. They score a lot of goals. So, I think, like... I want to say that when I was a kid watching high, uh, hockey, there weren't a lot of seven to five games. Right. It was um, always pretty pretty much wrapped up pretty quick. I feel quick. like four would be like, oh, holy shit, they scored four fucking goals. Well, I guess one of them had to be like an empty net. Hmm. Um, or you're saying the score. I thought you meant the amount of games of, in the series they went to. No, yeah. You're talking the, about the high score. I'm talking about the goals. Sure, yeah, the sure. amount of goals in a game. And... Um, I think a lot of that has to do with just in a lot of the sports, like all sports, they're kind of increasing like the scoring. Yeah. Uh, and also it's just, it's a lot easier to uh, manipulate a game when like people are scoring hmm. uh, rather than like, because if someone's not scoring, then whoever has a power is, you know, who's ever yeah. shutting down the scoring. So what are you getting at here? I'm thinking it's that with the rise of gambling. Yeah, you think so? And, the rise of gambling. Well, it's been risen. Well, I know, but now like you have the live betting. <laughs> right. So with the live betting, you're gonna want to have these games with these swings. Hmm. Um, You're seeing a lot of swings here in the uh, NBA. In a lot of yeah, in a mm-hmm. lot of in a lot of sports. You catch that Bill Burr rant where you uh, was talking about the NBA being fixed? I saw. I, I read about it. He's, I he's been doing it, it for years. He's done yeah. a bunch of them over the years, but he went on another one that kind of blew up this week. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh, it's just he just thinks that the refs are in cahoots with it, and that oh, for they're, sure. they're affecting the money line. And, God, uh, me, me and Bill Burr have been like in sync since I started <laughs> this podcast. I feel like there's a lot of shit that I say that like he says like the it sinks up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's been saying it for years, though, too. No, I know. That's that's probably what it is. It's probably just me absorbing it through the years. Yeah, because he like, always goes on the Tim Donahue rant, you yeah. know. Tim Donahue, yeah, I was I was down with that for the start, too. Like, that, that's yeah. a fucked up situation. And I do feel like that dude probably affected a lot of shit. Like, big games. Shit, yeah. Big games, like, altered history. Yeah, maybe not the direct outcome of them, but the uh, the movement of the, the gambling lines and just little things here, points shaved here, points shaved mm-hmm. there, a couple free throws here, a couple charges there. You can't tell, like, when you're watching an NBA game, like, is that an offensive foul? Or is that, you know, yeah, a defensive that's, foul? that's the thing, too. Like, they're not consistent. Yeah. And Especially not from game to game. purposely not consistent because that's just such an easy way to just like, oh, yeah. shit, like you're hot? Well, let me cool you down by getting you in foul trouble. Yeah. And then you have the shit with the, the Heat in Boston game where Max Struess was like supposedly out of bounds and they took that three-pointer yeah, away Yeah, that him. was bullshit. It was absolute bullshit. That was, that was bullshit. I was watching that game uh, with my buddy. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, they're missing three points. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I knew that that was going to come back and cost it too or haunt them. Oh, it haunted. Yeah. It haunted. Mm-hmm. So then in the other conference in the, the hockey, we got the Rangers versus the Lightning. Yeah, so I was rooting for the Avalanche, not the Avalanche, sorry. I was rooting for the Hurricanes against the uh, Rangers. Hmm. They did not pull it out. Um, fuck, and now we got Tampa Bay versus New York. I don't really like either of them, but I guess it'd be cool to see. Got to root for New York. Eh. <laughs> I got to do it. I know you got to, Just maybe. Just by default. I don't know. I might go Tampa just because they seem like they're definitely like uh they're 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 the team to beat. They're probably like the Golden go State that, Warriors that of of yeah. hockey. So it'd be cool to see like two really good teams just duke it out. You know? Yeah. It's gonna mm-hmm. be a high scoring affair, I think. Both yeah, games well, so far. I, you can say that about anything nowadays. Not, I mean some of these NBA games have been kinda of low scoring. Yeah. They've been slugfests. You'll tune in and it'll be like, and it's halftime and it's 38 to 41. <laughs> You're like, damn. Slow night. Yeah. Defense wins, though. I'd love to see it. Yeah. So you were at a cornhole tournament this weekend. Uh, you want to tell us about that? Cornhole. <laughs> they did have cornhole at the Bratfest. Okay. See? All right. Yeah. Not too far from it. Uh, I did not check it out, though. Someone won something though. Somebody sure. won something. I'm sure. They broadcast that shit on ESPN sometimes. Do they? Yeah, cornhole tournaments. Nice. Yeah. It's mildly entertaining for ten or twelve minutes. They still do like darts and bowling. Oh, and pool. you know what? Yeah. yeah, it's always a staple. Yeah, they don't do pool as much anymore. Okay. Maybe when uh, Efren Reyes, uh, he did his retirement. Oh, uh, uh, you know some pool shit. Oh, I know a lot of pool shit, baby. Okay, I don't Earl, know. Earl Strickland, no Efren Reyes. We can get into it, man. Uh, you can get into it. I'll try to it. keep up with you. But Efren Reyes, he's the greatest. He's known as the magician. He's the greatest pool why, player in the Why world. is he the magician? Because he's magic. So this guy, he's from the Philippines, okay? No, nah, magic was magic. No, Efren Reyes is more magic than magic. You think so? Oh, yeah. Okay. Ten well, times. Tell me about him. So this guy is from the Philippines, and uh, when he came to America, he was already well-known as a pool player, but this is like, you know, before any social media or any, like, cell phones and stuff. Sure. So he comes to America under a pseudonym and just, like, hustles his way around America, and eventually people catch on and like, oh, my God, that's the magician. He's He's, like, one of the best players. So then he started entering all the main tournaments and just he's so much fun to watch okay yeah he's he's beautiful is there anything about his like style or something everything about his style no you can this is the thing with this guy you can throw on a youtube compilation of his best shots to anybody okay doesn't matter like it could just be like your sister and she like hates pool like she's like been to bars and seen all this bullshit pool you know or you see the best people sure but then you see efren reyes He's the magician. You can watch it. It's entertaining. He's a mutation. He's beyond. Yeah, he is such an outlier in terms of like his game style and the way he plays, and just like the uh, abstract way. It's like it's like abstract geometry mixed with like fucking I don't even know string theory. Nice. The guy's on it. Nice. So Efren Reyes, check him out. I will. Yeah. So, anyways, anything else going on in the sports world? No, I, I try to keep up with football a little bit, but uh, I mean, like that golf thing was really as close as it gets. Um, right now, I got some rookies practicing, but nothing going on there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just 
catch any of the Formula One? I've been, there's a lot of people trying to get me into that. Uh, no, I still got to check that out. It seems fun. Um, I've just never been into racing, but it seems really fun. I think if there was a race to get into, I think this is the one here. When's uh, the season? Did the season start or like what's going yeah, on? Yeah, they've had like they were here in Miami. Is um, it? They have a track, I feel like I should jump in when the season starts. Yeah, I think it's going on right now. I mean, like when the next season starts. That's fair. It's just so I can like pick a guy. Yeah, I, I think you can just jump in because it's okay. it's always cool. They'll be like in Monaco or some you know awesome location. So it's kind of fun to watch from like an actual like architectural like street planning idea, you know? Sure. Because the Miami shit look crazy. Okay. They're trying yeah. to do it in New York. I'm like, how's that even gonna work? Too many people. Yeah. Too too little space. Yep. Yeah. Well, dope. Yeah. No, I don't have anything else um, lined up in sports. Um, game one tomorrow, finals. That's really what I'm looking forward to. It's on. It's on. Well, thanks for checking in with us on Pod Sham God. I'm Brandon, that's Amo. What up, what up? Good night, good night. Peace. Peace, y'all.